The following podcast is a proud member of the Blue Collar Roots Network. Find all the shows by visiting bluecollarroots.com. Here's the president and primary owner of True Tech Tools, licensed engineer, and the nicest BS artist you will ever meet, Bill Spohn. Well, welcome back to the Building HVAC Science Podcast. We're here to help create better, more knowledgeable HVAC technicians and building performance technicians by helping the two professions to better understand each other with the ultimate goal, making customers happy in the homes they live in and the buildings they work in. I've worked in the HVAC air and building performance markets for over 30 years, and this episode is the most unique experience I had. Very unique conversation. So the title for this episode could mean a couple things. The title is Getting an Early Start in the Trades. Now, getting an early start could be as in developing an early morning routine for yourself personally, or getting an early start as in beginning to learn the trades in high school. Well, Elena Day takes the second meaning to an extreme. Join us as Elena and her dad, Jordan, describe how she's become a LinkedIn phenom with a video of hers gathering thousands of views in a very short time. Elena started out at age five and now at age nine has quite a repertoire of projects completed, technical projects. You'll enjoy hearing from Jordan, her dad, a licensed master plumber and certified HVAC technician who employs the elements of Greek pedagogy in raising his family. Elena follows excellent safety practices and works hard to learn and improve her skills, yet she is, at heart, just a regular kid who is just simply drawn to this. Jordan is an autodidact. Now, this is a term you might have heard Brian Orr use before, and I put a link to a Wikipedia article on this in the show notes. You can find Elena doing her thing on YouTube at a link also in the show notes, or just by searching for Lil Miss Fix It on YouTube, and that's L-I-L apostrophe, M-I-S-S, F-I-X, I-T, all jammed together. Just search for that on YouTube. You can also find more info on her dad, Jordan Day, and his interesting perspectives on LinkedIn. Again, link in the show notes. So let's listen in as Jordan and Elena have a conversation about getting an early start in the trades. Jordan, tell me a little bit about yourself. Out of high school, I thought I wanted to pursue a career in law enforcement. So I took the oath of deputy sheriff at the age of either, I was either 18 or 19. And I learned really quick that working in the jail and becoming a deputy is not what I wanted to do. So got a job, temporary job at a plumbing company and learned how to rough in houses. And then we started doing commercial work. And my plumbing led me to discover that I did like the trades, but that I wanted to expand my knowledge and learn about low voltage, heating and air, even welding interests me. And so I did stay with plumbing long enough to get my unrestricted license. And then after, I think I held my unrestricted license for about five years before going for my NATE certifications and my unrestricted low voltage license. Even as I was working as an HVAC tech, I still did plumbing on the side. So it wasn't like one day I just stopped plumbing altogether and picked up something new. But I have noticed that the trades really tie together in a lot of ways. And so being a better HVAC tech makes me a better plumber. I never walk up on a a water heater now that just blows my mind. Whereas as a plumber, you're not exposed to a lot of electricity. So it's really simplified those things for me, working on 480 
three-phase rooftop units makes water heaters seem a lot simpler, even tankless water heaters. And of course, I have a strong interest in building automation and controls, and that's where my low voltage experience is helped. And of course, working for a school district and their maintenance department, I'm able to work in all of these different fields as they've needed me over the years. Where city are you in? Where are you located? Cobb County, Marietta, Georgia. It's just north of Atlanta. You said school district maintenance, that's your current occupation? Yes, yes. Okay. So you kind of have to be jack of all trades, a lot going on? Yes. My official job title is Master HVAC Technician, but I do help the building engineers out with their plumbing when the plumber can't make it over there. I help the control guys out with their low voltage stuff. Yeah, I'm still very much spread out into a lot of different things. And I like it that way. I hope to keep it that way. So in addition to expanding your knowledge and learning, I have a suspicion you enjoy teaching and training. I do. I do. I actually had a strong interest in Greek pedagogy. I wanted to teach ancient Greek, which it's much more difficult to make a living doing that than it is fixing air conditioners. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But it's aspirational. I know a few people that think that way and go back to the Socratic method. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I wanted to have, I guess, like a, a toolbox of things that I could teach my children. But this was before I had children. I said, I want to have things that I can teach them and show them that will make them more valuable in the job market or just smarter in general. I want to be able to pass down everything that I've learned. And as Elena has shown me, teaching is a learning experience. You just dropped a name there. You dropped the name Elena. Who's Elena? <laughs> is Elena there? Elena, are you there? Yes. Elena, what's this all got to do with you here? What did your dad get you into on a podcast? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) But I think your dad made you like semi-famous. So what was that about? I saw a video of you doing some really great process-oriented work, some detailed work. When did this all start? I know that my first video was me soldering two pipes together. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember the exact date, though. Oh, that's okay. Was it a couple years ago, a year ago? I think it was last year. Wow. Did you find this kind of work interesting? Yes, I did. So were you doing like fixing problems at home or for relatives or just practicing? Sometimes I would change out the dishwasher so we could get new ones. Like one time I changed the faucet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes I'll fix problems. So it sounds like you got some interesting things going on there. And we didn't mention what grade you're in or how old you are. Oh, yeah, I'm in fourth grade and I'm nine years old. Wow. That's pretty mind-blowing for me to think you're doing that kind of work. I could barely do that kind of work without a lot of effort. So does it come naturally now? Are you curious about doing more mechanical things? Yes, you have something you're working on now, something new, some new skill? No, right now. Okay. What do you think of this kind of work? Is, do you think this would be something you'll be doing just as a hobby, or would it be maybe a career like your dad? Yeah, I, because when I grow up, I want to be an engineer. Oh, wow. Like an engineer to design things or maintain things? What do you think? Like the engineers that create things. Oh, wow. Create. So like a design engineer, that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have some favorite subjects in school that kind of go along with 
what you do, your skills, your mechanical skills? I like math and science. Perfect combination. Those were my two favorites too when I was growing up. And actually, I'm an engineer. So if you've got any engineer questions, I'd be happy to help you out. <laughs> I think I'll tell you, here's a secret. Mechanical engineering, I think, is the best because you can do almost anything with it. Like electrical, you work in electrical stuff, chemical stuff. But mechanical, you work with electrical, you work with chemical. I think it's a really good place to be for engineering. So that's my vote for you to look at mechanical engineering, especially if you like math and science. Do you have any other hobbies besides trade work? <laughs> anything you do like clubs or sports or anything? Well, I'll do jiu-jitsu. Oh. I also sometimes will read. You do some reading. Do you have any favorite books you read? I like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay. And... I also like scary novels. Got it. I have two daughters, two grown-up daughters who are both teachers. So I'm going to be sure they listen to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe they can influence some young people, young girls to take a look at this. The jujitsu, that's a little bit of math and science there. I guess I don't understand. What does it actually consist of? It's kind of like wrestling, except those grips. There's something called grips, and there's something called sleeve grips and pants grips, which are when you grab their sleeve to get a better grip to control. Okay. So using some kind of leverage or something, that's very interesting. Do you have siblings, brothers and sisters? Yes, I have a younger brother that's named Ian, mm -hmm. eight years old and second grade. Okay. Ian, um, looking over your shoulder at any time when you're doing this work? Yes, he is. He is? <laughs> you think he's going to follow? Because I remember when I did soldering, putting the two pipes together, then he tried it. He did too? Mm hmm So do you have like the steps in your mind or do you like have them written down when you do these things? Because it seems like you, you really understand how to do it. Or do you have your dad coaching you? How does it work today if you had a soldering thing to take on, soldering jobs to take on? I would learn it. And then if I forgot a step, then my father would remind me if I forgot a step. Yeah, it's always good to have checklists. That's what I learned a lot is your mind can't hold everything. And sometimes you just have to have like a little nudge or reminder. It could be a person, could be a checklist, could be your own notes. In fact, I knew a guy who was an HVAC tech in Austin and he kept, Austin, Texas, he kept notes on every job he did and he had notebooks that just filled up a room but he kept track of all the work that he did. Shout out to Rat if he's listening. <laughs> that was his nickname, Rat. <laughs> Do you have a nickname that you care to share? No, that's okay. I used to have one nickname that my grandpa would call me, except they don't really call me that anymore, and I can't really remember that nickname. Sometimes we grow out of nicknames. If I had a nickname in high school that no one calls me it anymore either. <laughs> What I found out about you, I'm going to switch back over to Jordan and tell me a little bit about, you said you've done a couple videos with Elena? Yes, I think we've done six videos. We did the soldering, the steel cutting. I know we did a removing the dishwasher and then putting in the dishwasher was a separate video. Changing out a faucet and then the video she did about the flame rectification. Okay, that I got to hear about. <laughs> That's on furnace for a gas furnace? Yes, yes, for like an ignition control module, the sensing of the flame, the rectification, the DC bias, 
when Elena made the video, I wanted to make sure she at least understood what she was talking about. And I wasn't just giving her the words to say. I feel like at the time, at least she grasped. I don't know how much she remembers, but I won't let her record a video until she grasped it. So she seemed to have a pretty good understanding of what it was about. Yeah, it's pretty advanced there, Elena. Where do you have the videos published? Where do you share them if I wanted to share that with the listeners? She doesn't have enough subscribers to have the custom URL. But if, if you go to YouTube and you type in Little Miss Fix It, that's L I L M I S S F I X I T, that's all one word. If you just type that in, usually she's the first one that comes up, usually. Okay. So anybody paying you in any form of currency, Elena? <laughs> no. Nope. Or prizes or anything like that or ice cream cones? I don't know. <laughs> Nope. Nope. You're going to have to work on it. It's all free work. All free work. (laughs) You're going to need an agent here soon. So like other classmates, kids at your school, they know about this? Any comments they give? They don't know about it. They don't know about it too much? Yeah. Well, it's a pretty special set of skills that you have at such an early age and and interest. You seem pretty relaxed, too, having this conversation here. Is this your first podcast? Yes. It is. Wow. Cool. I am honored <laughs> to have Middle Little Miss Fix It <laughs> on my podcast. Do you ever get any feedback on the videos, Jordan? Well, before I posted the LinkedIn video, she only had like 35 subscribers. Now she's got about 50. And most of the feedback has been from family. So most all the feedback. But the LinkedIn post is right at 100,000 views now. And I've gotten more feedback than I can keep up with. Well, thank you for replying to my feedback (laughs) and coming on here so quickly. Can you share with us like your typical day, both of you, just different days? We'll start with Elena. What's your typical day like? Weekday. What do you mean by that exactly? Do you have to catch a bus at a certain time? Do you walk to school? Get driven to school? No, I usually don't have to go to the bus at a certain time. Okay. Is your school classes, are they fun? Are they interesting? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah? Good. Seemed like a good student to have grasped all of this technical stuff. What's your day like, Jordan? I get to work a little before clock in, maybe about 30 minutes before clock in. I'm one of the early birds and usually have to do a lot of computer work because it's government. You have to keep up with every part that you use and every dime that you spend and how long you were at this place and how long it took you to get to that place. And so I do spend a lot of time just doing paperwork, but then I get to do what I love and that's go up on a rooftop and look at a unit that's not been cooling or heating and troubleshoot. As long as the weather's nice, I don't really like doing that in the rain, but I love what I do. Absolutely love it. And about two days a week, I work about four hours overtime, but then I come home from work and then I try to spend the rest of my time with my kids, my wife, and just teach them what I can, but also let them teach me. Yeah, the discovery aspect. Elena, were there any surprises as you did any of this work? Was it something like, wow, something you didn't understand, or did it just flow easily? Well, one of them, when we were doing the flame rectification, I was confused on what DC bias was. Because electricity is something you can't see. And you need meters to tell what's there. Sometimes it can be difficult to get those concepts down. So before we started the conversation, your dad had mentioned he watches some of Brian Orr's video on the HVAC school. They got some really good videos and they got some really neat illustrations. So sort of like cartoon type illustrations explaining different things. 
sounds like you might find some things interesting there too. All good stuff, really good videos and conversations that you could latch onto there. What do you think the future looks like, Elena? I mean, it's really hard. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing at nine. I didn't know what I was doing until I was about 20. So, geez, what do you think? Like, from this perspective, where do you think you're headed next few years? I'm not really sure about the future, but I know that when I go up, that I'm going to be into Neil and that I know that I will invent at least one thing. Very good. Excellent. I think that's a great aspiration, a great vision to have for yourself. And you obviously are very inspiring to me. I'm sort of like, wow, I'm getting to talk to Elena. <laughs> you may not realize that, but something to think about is you may have an effect on people that you don't know. And I think you will, and you have been. 100,000 views of that one video that was on LinkedIn. That means people find what you're doing quite interesting. And it doesn't mean that you should stop doing it for just because you got to that point. Just continue to be you. And it sounds like you have a great family to support you in doing that. And again, just thrilled to have you talking with you today. Thank you. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners a little bit before we leave? First, Elena, and then Jordan. Well, I know that there was one kid at my school that also wants to be engineer. He said that he wants to build, like, work for the army with the engineer, and he wants to build, like, tanks and stuff. Big machines. And guns. Very cool. Do you want to give him a first name shout out? What is that? Just uh, shout out his first name, but not his last name. <laughs> oh, Colton. Colton. Okay. All right. So. Well, actually, I said that name wrong. I can't really pronounce his name right. I think it's Colton. Colton. Okay. I think I've heard that name before. Colton. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be sure to send you a link when we publish this podcast. And Jordan, any closing thoughts you'd like to share with people here today? Not really. My grandfather told me that the best investment you can ever make is not in a particular stock or a company. The best investment you can ever make is in your children. And I've tried my best to live that. Haven't always succeeded, but I do try. Very good. Thank you both for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Elena, Jordan, pleasure having you on the podcast today. Really like to get you back in a few years to see where your new aspirational arc is, where you're headed, what new projects you've done and what new video you've put out. I see a very bright future for you, Elena, and really a heartwarming story, and especially that quote from your grandfather, Jordan. Thank you both for being on the podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Building HVAC Science Podcast. There's a lot of great resources out there, other trade-related resources and influencers like the HVAC Air School, HVAC Shop Talk, Stephen Rarden, HVAC Reefer Guy, Tool Pros, Service Business Mastery, Quality HVAC, HVAC Overtime, HVACR Videos, and of course, Grayson Corbett Lunsford of HomeDiagnosis.tv. And we can never forget Jim Bergman, who does a lot of great work on the MeasureQuick channel. I want to read you a quote from the post that Jordan Day made about Elena on International Women's Day and his LinkedIn profile. This International Women's Day, I'd like to give a shout out to my amazing daughter, She's nine years old and wants to become an engineer, but she also has strong interest in the skilled trades. When it comes to her future career, her hobbies, her interest, and yes, even her worldview, I do my best to let her carve her own path. I feel she has already taught me more than I could ever teach her. 
Hope you enjoyed this episode. And you take a look at the show notes and look up things on Jordan and Elena's YouTube channel. This episode was recorded in March 2022. I want to thank you again for listening to the Building HVC Science Podcast. Take care. Until next time.